makeup. Why don't you put on a little makeup? Hey, this is Anthony Rizzo. Thank you for tuning in. Happy 24th. Happy Black Friday. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Today is the 24th. I want you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, YouTube, and TikTok. Anyway, today we have a visitor in the studio, my wife, Mrs. Caitlin Rizzo. Say hello, Caitlin. Hey, everybody. All right. Well, we got some great news. We got some great tunes. Music at the 15. We got pranks at the 30. Music again at the 45. And then we'll round it out with Corey. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. It's great to be back on the air. I spent a couple days off. I did post yesterday, but I was really raspity in my voice. I'm starting to sound a little better. I hope everybody had a great turkey day. I know it was great. We made it both a ham and a turkey, me and my wife. Why is it that you like the ham more than you like turkey? I just don't like turkey. I think it just tastes gross. I just don't like it. See, I feel the same way about ham. Yeah, I just, it's a texture thing. You know, all that fat, I I just can't stand it. I grew up on turkey and my house was health conscious. So we didn't eat a lot of fatty, real fatty meats. So ham was really, it was kind of out of it. You had ham usually like once a year at Christmas. You guys had one like every Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, we had Thanksgiving, we had Christmas, we have Easter. Um, I mean, Ham has just kind of like been a staple in our house. Turkey, we, we did turkey too, but I mean, nobody really ate turkey, so everybody just kind of gave up on making turkey. So they didn't like turkey sandwiches? They wouldn't eat turkey sandwiches? The only people that did was my grandparents. And Oh, come on. Turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> no way. Come on. Uh, anyway, I just want to shout out to service people. Thank you for serving our country and military vets. I also want to shout out for anybody who had to work on Thanksgiving. Thank you. I hope everybody drank responsibly. And if they had to drive, I hope you called an Uber. Just stay home. Anyway, I hope everybody had safe travels. I also want to have a shout out to the truckers who do all these deliveries and make all these things on Thanksgiving possible. So on Thanksgiving, we give thanks. So I have my wife on here today, and on the 30th, she has to have surgery. Here's my question. You have surgery on the 30th. Are you worried? Um, not really. Um, I mean, this would be my sixth brain surgery. So, I mean, any surgery really is pretty worrisome, but I've kind of gotten to a point where I've just been, it'll be what it'll be. I, I kind of got that. Believe me, I've been there with you. Uh, do you have anything as far as a to-do list before you know, anything you want to do before you go into the surgery? Anybody you want to see? Anything you, you know, not quite like a bucket list? Um, not really. House chores before surgery. Okay, so you don't really have much to do um, other than just some house chores you wanted to accomplish. But uh, I wanted to ask you, do you have a bucket list? Um, I think we've kind of discussed our, our bucket list a few times. It's, I want to go to France and, you know, Ireland and stuff like that i mean go to other countries it's not really anything super out there oh okay yeah i kind of feel the same way for the most part i've done a lot what i need to do uh what's your favorite part about thanksgiving that's such a taboo question honestly for me it's when the kids go to bed <laughs> i i'd have to agree with you oh it's like man after they've gone to sleep and everybody's just there it's so much better when it's just quiet yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Uh, my kids have had off all week, and they had off last week because they were all sick. So I'm, we literally have two weeks with them completely off, and it has been driving us crazy. Them being sick and then having them home sick, and they just get bored. You try to keep everybody busy. We didn't really have anybody come over this year. Nobody, nobody gets together like the way they used to on Thanksgiving. Why do you think that is? You think it's because of COVID or... I think is what it is is it's as generations go on it's it's the generations that took more pride in gathering have you know passed on you know so it's like once those people pass away it's it seems as though nobody else carries on any more traditions we were raised a lot different than a lot of the newer generation i i like having gatherings with my family i mean i totally agree i mean it's just it's just not the same as when you were little you know when you were little it seemed like everybody came over you had cousins aunts uncles people you never met you had friends neighbors it seemed like it was like it was almost a block party it seemed like it was it was huge you'd sometimes have a whole house full kids running around the cousins the older kids the younger kids some people would bring over their pets some people are bringing over their newborn babies some people are bringing over you know cousin it 
<laughs> I'm just joking. But uh, I mean, it just seems like nobody does that anymore. It seems like, I, you know what I think it is? People just don't want to be bothered. I think that's what it is. Everybody's gotten so comfortable in their house. And basically, it's 9 p.m. You know, I got the covers up, my hot chocolate or coffee, and I'm snacking on whatever my snack is. I'm watching TV. I got my clicker. The, the pet is at the side, and I don't want to be bothered. That's pretty much what it seems like to me. What do you think? I, okay, I guess I'd have to agree to to an extent. I think just what it really boils down to is newer generations aren't being taught what it's like to have family gatherings and be with family like we used to when we were younger. I mean, whenever I was younger, we I have like 30-something cousins. So it's like we would always go be at somebody's house. I mean, like we had Easter egg hunts and, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. And I mean... We were always together. My grandmother had a van that we she would just load us all up in, and we would just go to my aunt and uncle's house. Uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I used to do that same stuff. It was like you knew, too, on which specific holiday that you automatically knew you were going to, you know, Cousin Rudy's or Uncle Jimmy and Aunt Paula's or, you know, whatever. I'm just making up names, throwing out names. But it always seemed like, like everybody had their own holiday in the family. You knew... Uncle Jimmy had, you know, the 4th of July, and he was more than likely going to have a bottle rocket blow up in his face. You know, Uncle Jimmy looked like, you know, Cousin Ed from, uh, you know, A Christmas Story. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I know you don't, you know, the bucket list is a little thin. I know we do a lot as a family, and, uh, you know, you don't really have much before you, you know, go into the surgery. But I had a quick question. We, we don't talk about it much in our house, but uh, you believe in God, don't you? I, I believe in God, and I mean, I went to private school most of my life and I mean I was raised Lutheran I mean it's not something that like I practice actively but I've also gotten to a point in my life where I just you know I believe in God I pray to God but I mean I don't think you have to go to church get into heaven or anything like that because I mean a lot of the people that you see at church nowadays they're so judgmental. They're just, they're just Bible thumpers. Yeah, they're just there. They're just there so they can say that they were there and in the eyes of God, but they don't follow it really, and they think they're this holy roll in the other. I got you, but uh, um, see, I was my wife is from the south. I'm actually from the north, so we're a completely polar opposites. She was raised Lutheran. I was raised Catholic, so we are completely on different ends of the spectrum. See, I believe in God. What I'm having a problem with as I get older is believing in heaven. When I was little, I used to believe in heaven. I still like to think there's a heaven. The further and the older I get and the more I live life, it seems like the less I believe in heaven and God. I still talk to God in my own way. My father passed away a few years ago, and we all have somebody that passed away. For anybody who had anybody pass away, may they rest in peace. Hopefully there is a heaven, but it seems like the longer I live this life, the less I believe in heaven and the less I believe in God. And it just seems like the angrier I get. And it's just the little things. It's people. It's honestly people that's driving this in me. You know, if I, I stop off at a gas station the other day, I just, I just get so agitated. The older I get, the more I feel like Scrooge. You know, crazily, crazy intense. And, you know, I went to the gas station the other day. And everybody now goes to the gas station. They stop off at the pump. They have to roll down their windows and they have music blasting while they go into the store. And it just pisses everybody off. And I just get pissed off too. You know, I just, the, the more time that goes on, the less faith I have in humanity. And I didn't feel that way 25 years ago. I just didn't. You know, people it just seem so different. People band together more. And it just seems nowadays, the more I, you know, the more I live life and the more I deal with people, the more pissed I seem to get. And, and that has nothing to do with God and heaven. But I just feel like the more time that goes on, the less I believe. You know, and I was raised Catholic. I received my confirmation and communion. And, you know, I was baptized and all that. But the more time that goes on, the less believer I am. I still believe there's a God. I talk to him in my own way. I'm not a believer. You know, prove it to me. I, I'm a big, firm believer in proof. You know, the more time that goes on, the less I believe. You know, how do you feel about it? Um, it's not that I don't believe that there's God. Uh, I just... Well, I believe there's a God. It's the heaven, mostly the heaven part, because people are just... The more time that goes on, the more I hate people. Uh, well, I don't think I don't think heaven has anything to do with the people. I mean, it, you know, I mean, God's, you know, God has everything written out already. You know, 
people believe how they, what they want to believe. And you believe that? So you believe from the time that we're born that basically your whole life is laid out for you. Meant to have the children you had. You're meant to eat that turkey. Specifically pick out of H-E-B or Kroger that you picked that turkey and God meant for you to pick that turkey. Now you're just yeah. getting a little bit complicated with it. Okay? Well, if, well, if your life is laid out, your life is laid out. Yes, but, you know, it's I think is what it is, is, you know, you're... You're also made to make your own decisions. Not if your whole life is laid out, it isn't. All right. I get what you're saying. Listen, if God knows from the time that you're going to be born to the time that you die and everything in between, where is the free choice? Where does that come into play? And I, I get what you're saying whenever you say that there's, if, if it's already planned out, then why, where does the free choice come in? I don't think it's all completely 100% planned out. I think there's room in there for personal choice. Why will they talk about temptations and stuff like that? And I think that those are used in life lessons, you know, choosing whether to go to church or choosing to follow God or, you know, choosing to judge others, you know. So it's I, I think that there's room in there for your own choices. That's why they talk about sin and whatnot. So it's basically about one's perspective or interpretation of it. I guess you could assume that. I was taught that God has his plans for you and that you're just supposed to follow the Bible and do what you're told to do and honor thy mother and father and all the commandments and whatnot. You know, so it's like, I don't think that it's 100% planned out for you. I think that you're supposed to make personal choices in there as well. So basically, basically follow the Lord, follow his ways, basically try to make the right choices in between and have good judge for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. I, I get that. So, yeah, but you're a Lutheran and I'm a Catholic. Does that matter? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't really taught anything different than Lutheran. I mean, it's not really something that was ever really discussed in our household. I mean, I don't, I don't get too religious on this show, but, you know, it being Thanksgiving and, you know, we're taught you're about to go into your surgery and we're talking about God and freedom of choice, you know, bucket lists. And I mean, listen, I've had surgery before and every time I've before I've gone into surgery, I talk to God. They're wheeling me out and I'm sitting there saying, God, please, you know, watch over me, protect me, make sure I'm all right. And I come back through this on the other side and I'm OK. I don't know if you you do but I always do oh yeah most certainly I mean we also make it a point to when we get in the car and we're about to drive to the hospital we stop and we we pray you know that way we not only our ride to the hospital but the whole thing is um, blessed by God I believe that God plays a part in everyday life some way shape or form everybody talks about the big bang or whatever the heck you know but I I don't think that science really played a part in the creations and I mean I would really like to believe that I mean what do you tell the kid that was only six or seven years old and he ends up you know he's got cancer and he's got to go through chemo and all that you know what did he do is that just part of God's that's his map or how, how does that come into play oh yeah I truly believe that I think that you know God has his reasonings for doing things. I mean, it's not always something that God wants to happen to you, but it's just not everything's going to go the way that you want it to go. I get that. You know, it's just a matter of control, I guess. You know, it, it, it's just amazing how so many people live to be so old. They live and so many people who deserve to live end up dying. And it's just it's just a sin. Honestly, to me, that's a sin. That's what pisses me off, and that's when I start questioning God. I, I believe there's a God, but I'll start to call him out. If a friend of mine or somebody I know dies or a loved one, it's my first instinct to be like, why? Why is so many bad people get to live while others get to die? We'll get back to that in just a sec. I got a song about to hit. We went over the 15-minute market a little bit, so we'll go over a little bit at the 30. Here we go.
Go Jovi. All right, that's Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Please email us, Beats, B-E-A-T-Z, MyMeat2023 at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about that. Any kind of reviews, any kind of updates. We also release news on it. And let us know. Anyway, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. So anyway, uh, I'm Anthony Rizzo. My wife is Caitlin Rizzo. She's here at the studio talking about her surgery and some other things and about God. But uh, here's a question for you. She um, she approves of my podcasting. She agreed to come on, but she actually hates my brand. My name is Anthony Rizzo. Okay, The show is called My Take because it's my take on things, my take on life, my take on politics, my take on what's going on in America. Okay, I, That's just what I wanted to call it because it's my take, basically saying my opinion. Beat My Meat is the brand. Now, Beat My Meat is not that you're just fucking jerking off. What it is is that Beat My Meat, in other words, I'm fucking with you or you're fucking with me. You're just getting fucking pounded in life. It's not meant to be taken literal as, you know, somebody's masturbating. But she didn't care for the brand name, and she still doesn't. She thinks that I should change the name. I love it. Other people love it. I've had a lot of people have a lot of interest in it, and she just doesn't like it. We're going to have some pranks at the 35, and then at 50, we're going to have another song. We'll round it out with Corey. So she doesn't like the brand. She she doesn't like Beat My Meat. She doesn't like the logo. She doesn't like anything about it. She approves of me doing podcasting. She likes that I'm keeping busy because I've been hurt. I've been going to a lot of doctors. I've had to get a lot of injections. Next month, I have surgery too. She has brain surgery November 30th. Prayers, please, everybody. Pray that she comes home safe. We'll be praying for her. I love this woman. She drives me fucking crazy, but I love her. Why do you hate the brand? Because it's just like, don't like it. I think it's just so vulgar. But it's not meant to be taken literal as like, you know, beat my meat. It's not. It's so vulgar and just, I don't like it. I just don't. I mean, I'm glad you're you're keeping busy. So happy that you found something for you to do. You know, I don't. It's my niche. Yeah, it, it totally is. It suits you. The beat my meat thing, I just don't like it. It sounds so. But here's the thing is that it's not really, Men you know, women. I didn't really blah, blah, blah. gear it towards women. Listen, there might be some women out there that listen to it, and but it's not really completely geared. You know, it's more of a man thing. They kind of get a chuckle out of it, you know, beat my me. It's not really meant that way. It's really, children. you know, I do a lot of pranks. I do a lot of parodies. Mm. I do a lot of, you know, a lot of that stuff. So, you know, I'm fucking with people. You know, I'm kind of beating their meat. That's kind of where I got that from. I love the symbol, the upside down, the flag, which is kind of what's going on right now in America. It kind of symbolizes the chaos, the war within, kind of almost on the brink of civil war. That's kind of how I feel. That, that just kind of represents meat. And the beat my meat is just kind of, I feel like I'm getting fucking pounded. I mean, literally, I feel like we are getting pounded in life as Americans. We're being fucking taxed to death. I feel like we've sent $165 billion overseas to other countries. Meanwhile, we have vets here who are fucking homeless. We have so many homeless people. Our healthcare system is still fucked. I mean, I, that's just how I feel. That's why you're taking it too literal, I think. You know, the whole beat my meat. It symbolizes a couple things. It symbolizes my personality and my comedy as far as fucking with people. And then it also symbolizes that's how I feel America's getting fucking pounded at this point. We're the fucking meat and we're getting pounded. That's just how I feel. I can I can totally understand that. Well, I, I, mean, I think you're just taking it too literal. I just don't like the beat my meat with the flag. I just get it. I get it. You know, the country's gone to shit. Okay, I get that. But it's just, I grew up in a military family. I see it differently than you do. You, I grew up in the South. Flags are like our thing, you know? So I don't, I don't like the two put together. You know, everybody has their own opinion. I mean, there you've got a lot of positive criticism for it. You know, everybody loves it. But well, I, well, here's the thing is I, I grew up in the North. Well, that has nothing to do with any, for one. The North respects the flag just as much as the South does. And they still fly the fucking rebel flag in the South. So if, any, if anything, we have more respect because we didn't come up with another fucking flag, okay, other than the United States flag of America. So if anything, we have more respect for the flag than the South does and on top of that i had people in the military in my family my grandfather served in world war ii yeah. and i had other people serve as well 
Yeah, so, and I, I understand that. I know, but it's just my uncles, uh, my grandfather, my cousins, literally everyone, most of the men in my family were either police officers or military, you know, and, and the flag, I just don't think that the two things should be put together. I just don't. Yeah, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And I mean, I don't have to like if I don't want to. I mean, so here's I still my love you, so. Here's my question, okay, because... This is a show about everything. It's not just about politics. It's not just about, you know, when I started researching podcasts, it said, look, pick your niche and stick to it. So some people just stick cooking. Some people just stick to politics. Some people just stick to these mystery shows and crime shows that they come up that are fiction. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to express myself as the everyday American and what's going on in America in everyday life, okay? That represents a lot of things. That represents financially. That represents emotionally. That represents physically. Your health-wise, that represents of many different subjects and things. I don't know how somebody just comes up with a podcast and says, hey, yeah, I'm just going to stick to baking cookies. You know, I just can't see that. That I just I couldn't do that. It's just not me. The reason why I chose the upside down flag is because I felt that that symbolizes how I feel what's going on in America. And I mean it with the most respect towards the flag. I love America. I made this show because I care about America. That's why I created it. The upside down flag represents the chaos and the the problems that are going on in America that need to be fixed. There's so many different things wrong on so many levels, and it's not just politically, it's civilly, it's people, it's religion, it's our schools. It is a, such a broad spectrum of so many different problems that I couldn't just say, hey, let me just make a political show and I'll stick it in the category politics. I just couldn't do that because how the fuck, how do you not draw politics to everything else? Because it affects everybody in every other fucking way. Politics affects our education. Politics affects the stock market. Politics affects jobs, healthcare, everything. So once health matters on politics, everything is connected is the point. So I couldn't just come up with a show that was one specific thing, stuck to one specific point. So the upside down flag represents the chaos that's going on in me, America, and how I feel what's going on in America. I believe it's still one of the greatest countries, if not the greatest country in the world. It needs fixing. It needs repairing at this point. The seals are fucking coming off. There's a lot of problems. Our education system is fucked. Religion is not what it used to be. It is just a wide spectrum of problems. The school systems, everything. Parents can't even control their kids and discipline their kids anymore. It's the stuff on TV. It is such a wide spectrum. It's fucking TikTok. It's MTV. Listen, I loved MTV back in the day. Now it's full of fucking 16-year-old pregnant girls, okay? That's my problem. That's the fucking chaos in America right now. And that's my problem. And that's why the flag is upside down. Because of the flag my grandfather fought. He didn't die in war, but that he fought for and would have given his life for is now, it's now not holding up water to what it was meant to be. If he would have seen what's going on today, would he have still signed up and fought? Maybe, maybe not. You know, it's a matter of time before we're at civil war and, you know, before, you know, there's chaos. I've talked about around other episodes. You know, it's, it's worrisome. I'm worried as an American. I'm a concerned American and I love America. So that upside down flag represents the chaos, hectic, everything wrong that's going on in America right now. Honestly, America should be on point like it's on fire. You understand? I know the time. My point is, is they should be taking it fucking seriously as if the Romans are at the gate right now. That's how they should be treating it. And no one is. Everybody's still going about their lives. The everyday American, they're like, oh, whatever, you know, I'm going to go to fucking Walmart or Home Depot tomorrow and buy plywood because, you know, I need another fucking shed out back. <laughs> you know, nobody, nobody cares. You know, as long as it's not affecting them directly until, you know, they're paying $8 a loaf for, uh, for a loaf of bread, until that person's fucking can't afford food, then they'll give a shit. Then it's Biden's fault. Then it's this. Then it's that. It's not fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Trump. Fuck them all. We need a system in place and we need people in place that care about America. Okay? See, that's one thing that I don't get. Okay. I get it. Everybody has their political sides. Okay. But but the thing is, though, is it's we're a country of unity. We're supposed to be. We're not united anymore. That's though. what I mean, though. It's like we're we should have 
we're supposed to stand behind our name and nobody's doing that. Like, we're so divided. There's no pride in America anymore. No, there just there's isn't. not. There really fucking isn't. women are sticking babies in fucking microwaves, okay? Yeah. Fucking people are more worried about fentanyl and heroin. And it's just, it's insane. It's out of control is what it is. It really is. And, you know, it's, you have all of these people that are just, you know, writing on gas. Um, or Trump did that. Or, yeah. You know, fuck Trump. Fuck them both. Fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Take them out back. Okay? I don't like either one of them. Okay. I, I mean, that's just figuratively speaking. I'm just joking. But <laughs> not listen, literally. Yeah. I'm not being literal, but I'm just saying fuck them. Honestly, it's getting to the point where you need to like suspend Congress or suspend the whole fucking house and just put military people in charge and let's fucking get back on the right track because the diplomatic way is fucking not working. It really isn't. And you should put people in charge that actually want to better our country, not people that are just trying to deepen their pockets, benefit the rich and screw the poor. Like who lives that way? I mean, if you went back a few hundred years, if you remember, our first president was George Washington, a fucking general. Yeah. Okay. They thought that way too, because Big problems need big people and strong men. Good man with a good woman behind him. But anyway. I think presidents should should have to be, had to have at least served in the military or tried to at least fight for our country. Been a normal, everyday person. Not somebody that had to have been in Congress or a, a Just senator. Just an elected official. Exactly. Some, yeah, some asshole who's dodged the draft six times, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> Whose daddy's paid for every house they've ever lived in and, and this bought all their cars. This isn't just a knock at Trump. Fuck Biden, too. He's a fucking idiot. Listen, yeah. that guy, I don't know. He's so fucking old, it's unreal. He is, I seen him at the museum. They actually had a fucking... <laughs> They actually had a segment on them of early man. Right next to the dinosaurs. Yeah, right okay? next to the dinosaurs. You know how you see the monkey slouched over? Well, the fucking last one was Biden. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's not just aiming at Biden either, because I mean... The point is, is that, listen, I think that going forward, if you want to serve in Congress or in the House or an elected official, I mean, listen, mayors could be elected locally, you know, that's by the state, it's different. Federally and within the government, you should have served. That's what I'm starting oh, to well, think. Certainly. And that's how I'm starting to feel. And it can be women just as much as men. Yeah. Coming from a woman, I don't think women should run a country. Well, anyway, coming I, from... I said just sit on a senator's seat, okay? okay? Yeah. I don't think a woman should run a country, especially people like Hillary Clinton. That woman, she should have been put out to pasture with her husband. Oh, come on. I liked Bill, but come on. <laughs> I mean, it's not her fault. Everybody's mad at her, but he was the one that got his dick sucked. Oh, I never had any discretions with that woman. I mean, if anything, you got to feel bad for her. She, was, she didn't even fucking do anything wrong <laughs> she's just a cunt so i mean everybody knows it yeah i mean she's got that fucking resting bitch face she does a resting bitch face oh my god she just looks like she has a horse face like always looks like shit uh yeah i mean i mean honestly if you look at her fucking face she looks like an old hag now Honestly, you can't blame him for going for the young secretary. Oh, listen, come listen. On. I know he was married. No, but come I on. don't. I don't agree with that. Oh, I don't think come on. No, I don't think there's any excuse for that. That's bullshit. I, I just, I honestly think that I think you should be an everyday person. I don't think that. Yeah, I agree that they have four-year terms and whatnot. I think it should be the option of the people, not the option of the state. Not really getting a normal person in office. Look at Trump for crying out loud. Here's my problem. Okay? Man had a TV show. Here's my problem. You have to be a U.S. citizen to become president. Okay. Yeah. And that that's not in question here. But, you know, you ask that also be a certain age to be president. I believe you have to be older than 35 or 40 years old to be president. How come there's not a fucking age limit? So you're telling me we can't elect, you know, a 34-year-old, but we can elect an 84-year-old? <laughs> How the fuck does that make yeah, sense? I, I totally it makes agree. no yeah. sense. A woman vice president. Well, you know, he did get one foot in the grave. He was just wandering around. Oh, no. He was too busy smelling their hair. <laughs> he, he was smelling the grass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're about to have the Jerky Boys. I'm going to have music on in about 10, 15 minutes. We're going to go a little longer in this one. My wife is the special guest. I think we should have her on more often because I think it's a lot more entertaining. But uh, here we go. Hello? Yeah, where's Paul? Who's, who's calling? I'm calling about the job, salesperson. Harder. Hello? Yeah, Paul. Speaking. What do you need me to sell, babe? Excuse me? What do you need me to sell? I'm calling about the salesperson job. What do I need you to sell? Yeah, sell cars? What's the story here? 
You sell cars? You got it. Where do you sell them? I sell them up in Middletown, upstate New York. I had a little problem over there, though. That's uh, something I don't want to talk about. Middletown? Yeah. Okay. What's your name? Paul. Paul Rizzo. Paul what? Paul Rizzo. Rizzo? Yeah. Where do you live? I live upstate. Okay. That's a long haul from... Uh... Yeah, well, you know, for some people, maybe. Okay. Let's talk about selling cars, Paul. Okay. What do you... I could sell whatever you need sold, I'll sell it. You got... Bring in a tank, I'll sell the fucking thing. Yeah, how far away do you live, though? About 60 miles. 60 miles? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm there early every day. I am worried. I'm worried about mileage on a car. Yeah, don't worry. I'll use my own car, Paul. Okay. I'll drive it silly. Silly. Now, why do you want to drive 60 miles to go to work? Hey, that's my business. Are you, you want to sell cars through me or what? See, I had problems up there in Middletown. I got to get the hell out of that area. I grabbed some guy. He's, uh, you know, like he don't know if he wants to buy. I, I push his face right in the fucking hood. You know, tell you, you, you buy this fucking car, I'll break your fucking head. I had problems over there, Paul. Well, it sounds like if you did that, you'd have problems anywhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's hard times. These fuckers, they got to buy. I need, you know, I need dough like anyone. <laughs> so what do you think? We got something going here or what? I don't know. I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, you see, hey, we're off to a bad start. You know? But I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, we'll see, uh, well, I could tone it down a bit, you know, maybe choke a few people here and that's about it. <laughs> hey, it works. You think it's funny? It works. I sell. Yeah, but I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, I'm silly. I'm telling you, I'm silly. Yeah, I don't run that kind of operation. Uh, In fact, the salesmen don't even quote prices here. All uh, right, let me try somewhere else then, okay? All righty. All right. See you later, later, Nitz. Okay. Right. Hello? Yeah, let me speak to Sparky. Speaking. Sparky. Sparky the Clown. How you doing, Fruitcake? Not too bad. Who's this? All right, this is Frank. Frank. Frank Rizzo. Listen, I need you for a gig. Okay. What do you do? Backflips? You jump up there in a silly suit? What do you do? I okay. Is this for a child's birthday or? Well, it's gonna be like a little. Uh, we got a little scene going over here. A few people laying around the house and shit. It's gonna be like a little funny thing. You can get involved if you want, but we want you to do some juggling. You know, throw some fucking fire bombs up and all that shit. I don't do any of that. All right, what do you do? I do a magic show and balloon sculpturing. All right, so you could fire some shit in the house. You got some knives and shit you could bring? No, sir. All right, well, tell me what you do. I do a magic show, sir. All right, you don't juggle nothing? No, sir. What day are you looking at? Ah, uh, what, the Friday? Saturday? This week? No, next week. Next week, we're, uh, booked up. Well, the thing is this. Look, we want, we got to get a little clown for the gig because we're going to have, a, like, a big layout there. i got a few broads, a few guys. We're going to do our own thing while the clown's, you know, jumping around, doing fucking backflips. You could swing from the bench, you know, throw some shit around the apartment. You get involved any way you want. we got a terrace out here, too. You fall, If you want, you hang off the terrace. You make the fucking people laugh, whatever. You fall down in the yard, you know. I, I don't think that's uh, quite what I do. It's, uh... Well, it's only five floors up, you know, uh, Sparky, whatever your name. You fall down, you ain't gonna get, you know, you throw pies, you do all that shit. Yeah, well, we don't, we don't do that type. This is mainly for children, is what we do. I, uh, you know, I tell you, I got so many fucking crazy people with me at this party, man. I have a few of them jumping off the fucking balcony with you, Sparky. Yeah, well, I don't do anything like that. I'm sorry. Ah, all right, there. Okay, listen, I'll, Sparky, I'll get you another time when you're not feeling a little too jerky, okay? Okay. I'll call you back. Yeah. Right. This is Anthony Rizzo, and we're back. My take on Beats My Meat. Email us at BeatsMyMeat2023 at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Anyway, I got our guest on today. It's my wife. Her name is Caitlin Rizzo. Uh, she's having surgery on the 30th. Anyway, we work into the topic of politics, why she doesn't like my brand. Well, I'm explaining to her that it's not meant to be taken literal as a sexual thing chaos and what's going on in america and that's that is why it is an upside down flag here's a question and here's brutally honest if there's one thing you could change about me or our marriage what would it be um you know i think if you would ask me this a couple of years ago it would have been a different answer um but honestly i think over the last few years we've bettered our communication our our sex life has become a lot better because of that We've been a lot more open about how we feel about things. You know, a lot of your health problems and my health problems, it, it's actually, you know, caused us to be able to understand each other a little bit more going through the things that we go through. I wish you could be a little bit more sympathetic to 
people's situations. But I mean, that just all comes down to you were raised differently than I was. I was raised by a single mom. You know, you were raised by a single dad. So the way that you see life is different than the way I see life. So it's a different. It's asking a lot of somebody to understand what I'm asking of you. Okay, I get that. I totally get that. Okay, I'd have to ask the same question. What what is something (laughs) that that you would change about me or our marriage? Oh, man. Oh, Oof. you weren't expecting that. Oh, I mean, you thought you listen, were going to be the only I, one I to only, ask questions. I only got 60 minutes in the show. Oh, hey now, hey now, hey now. I love you too. Listen, I need a whole—I need a whole season for that. No, we can play nice now, okay? Um, oh, man, if I could choose one thing to change about our marriage. Well, you know, I really wish you would have won the lottery last week. Because, oh, me too. I mean, Shit, you know, that I would wish... definitely help. Like I said, paying $2,000 a month for health care. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's definitely, definitely not doing us any favors. I mean, but we kind of didn't really have a choice. I mean, we've already paid our max out of pocket. and. I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree. And, I mean, just going forward, healthcare system needs to be fixed. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's way too expensive. There, there's just too many. I mean, that's why I came out with this podcast. You know, having my wife on today, I wanted to get her on to see what podcasting is like. She'd never did it before. I think she's starting to like it. She might not still like the brand, but I, I think she's. I think no, she's I'm not starting gonna to like the brand. Oh, Sorry. come on! Not, you're not gonna come be on. able to. No. I'm not gonna get you in a shirt. No. Oh. Fuck no. Sorry. What if not. you're what if you're only wearing a shirt? Shut up. I'm not gonna wear it. Come on. Nope. But our kids love it. I'd rather be naked. Well, we can do that too. <laughs> but uh I mean, you know, after the show. Oh shut up. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not gonna like it. Don't have to like it. I'm glad you like it, okay? I'm gonna support you regardless. I'm not gonna support you by wearing it. Well, well let me ask you something. Here here's the thing is you know it's a political show, it's a little bit about everything, and it's more geared towards guys than women because the majority of the show, I'm a guy, and I'm talking on it, talking about politics and a lot of guy stuff. I talk about hunting. I like to talk about the stock market. It's more geared towards men, and that's not to be sexist. It's just more geared towards men. I'm a man. You know, women are going to listen to women more, and men are going to listen to men more. That's just how it is. What would you have me brand the show as? No, you want me to just no. you want me to put a happy face? Oh, we can just do puppies and unicorns. Oh, come on. I'll put come a big on. pot symbol. Can the can the unicorn be smoking a bong? Yes. Ooh, yes. now you got okay, me okay, interested. First of all, you know I, that's the fucking Scotland uh um that's their animal, right? Unicorn. That's their national animal, a unicorn. What were they smoking? Okay. It's I not a real know. fucking animal. How do you have a unicorn? What does that have to do with Scotland? Oh, but see, the thing is, though, is unicorns just look cool. I mean, they might be make-believe, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, it looks cool, but how is that your national animal? Who freaking knows? You know, isn't the national... the the YouTube Charlie the Unicorn? I get that, but that's like being Florida and... Or being Georgia and... (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) And, you know, it's like being Georgia and... You know, all of a sudden now you've given up on peaches and you're going to start taking on the uh, the cantaloupe. That's a far stretch. <laughs> no, it really is. I mean, we're talking, <laughs> at least the cantaloupe fucking exists. All right. Okay, I get I get that. But, I mean, like, their country, it's their flag. Who really gives a shit? I don't want to go to Scotland. Well, what's the national, what is, what is the animal that represents America? Oh. God. Bald eagle. Hello. I know, but it's like that doesn't really represent what our country represents yeah, anymore. Yeah, it does. It re- yeah, it still does. Freedom. We're not free. Uh, caw, caw. I can't even call. I was going to say, yeah. you, can't, you can't even make any. Come on. I mean, here it is. It's one of yeah, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. I'm not your mother. No. Oh, first of <laughs> all. Fucking old grow. Let's not talk about my mother because you're going to start me on something I don't Why not? You can to. talk about mine. I like this in my mother. Oh, your mom is just a... Your mom's better than mine at this rate. Not really. Uh, yeah, right. They still have to roll her in flour just to find the wet spot. Yeah, well, at least yours isn't a bag of bones. She's probably like, roll me in flour and fry me. Oh, my God. <laughs> fry me, fry me. I- I'm hungry. I'll eat a leg. No, she'll, she'll, 
probably start sniffing the flower. <laughs> oh, man, got any Ziploc bags and some twisties? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably God. sell it on the street, you know? You got that yayo. <laughs> yeah, my mom probably would, too. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Everybody's got that one family member at Thanksgiving where they go off the fucking rails and they go crazy. You know, it's Uncle Rudy. It's Cousin Jesse. It's, you know, it's Cousin Ed where they just go fucking. And it's my mother. Oh, well, it's always somebody. It it originally, see, in my family, it was usually my dad. It was either my dad or my aunt. They would get offended by something stupid. Right, they would be saying hello. It all, it actually all build to the point. You know what I'm talking about. From the moment that so and so arrives, and they look at each other, there'll be a comment when they say hello, and then as the night goes on, they just pick at each other. And before you know it, okay, you get to dinner. Sometimes you actually get to dinner. Sometimes you don't. And before you know it, plates are getting fucking thrown. They're bringing up God only knows what from 20 years ago. And all of a sudden, there goes the fucking turkey. So everybody's got that in their family. It's her mother. It was my dad. It was my aunt. We always knew every holiday. And I mean every holiday. We were like, this person (laughs) is being invited. It is on. You knew it. And especially if they had a few drinks, it is on. Or a whole bottle. Or a whole bottle. You already know. You just knew. And you you could see that person usually sitting there and they're brewing. You know, they'll be sitting in their chair and all of a sudden they start asking questions or or mom and dad or grandpa gives them a fucking. Oh, you just look at them the wrong way. Oh, oh uh. yeah. And it starts building and all of a sudden, boom. You can talk about everything in the past. Before you know it, the whole fucking counter's clear and they're pushing everything off tables and the fucking whole room is, you know, going up. All the kids usually think it's fucking funny, even though it's honestly a tragedy that you know you can't have a wholesome fucking family everybody goes through this most family if your family doesn't go through this you know maybe there's something wrong with it you know i you know maybe there's something wrong in your family that's what i always thought growing up i always thought because every every holiday that we ever had it was always so dysfunctional you know if you look in our cabinet in my grandma's house there's so many mismatched dishes because every holiday my grandfather would just start throwing plates and cups okay and so like there was bowls and plates and i swear there's only like one plate left from the 90s and every one other every other one is like i don't know from every year in between so and and usually in that family everybody switches to plastic and that's why yeah now you know why there's now you know why there's a a cabinet full of paper plates in there (laughs) oh yeah Oh, definitely. Usually, then it's the glasses next. Oh, yes. We ended up having to switch the coffee mugs into a different room because, I mean... Oh, not the coffee mug. Oh, God. This thing shatter. It's so terrible. Oh, uh, see, see, I'm a coffee fanatic. I probably drink about three or four coffees a day, but I don't drink caffeinated. I drink decaf because I don't like how jittery it makes me. And also, if I drink too much, it'll give me blood pressure issues. So I drink decaffeinated coffee, and I'll have like three or four cups a day. You know, I space it out. I don't just, you know, drink it all at one time. Just don't just don't break my coffee machine. Don't break my mugs because I enjoy it. My kid, he will drink the fucking coffee creamer. I got to buy coffee creamer, and then I got to hide it. I mean, who the fuck likes coffee creamer? That's got to be so bad for you. I don't understand who the hell would want to drink it. Why, why do you think he drinks it? Oh, I think it's just because it's sweet. and He's just like a sugar fanatic. Drives me fucking nuts. Is Oh, God. I can't. I mean, I put very little in my coffee because it's like, it's so. Oh, shit, I've tasted your coffee, lady. All right. Okay. I don't put that much in oh, my coffee. Okay. L- let me ask you something. What? We go to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. What's your favorite drink, Miss Caramel Crunch fucking whipped cream? The fucking thing. I mean, you ever seen Alvin and the Chipmunks when they give it the sugary drink? He's trying to You're keep them so awake. Judgmental. And all of a sudden, they start bouncing off the fucking wall. Well, I'm yeah. sorry that these, the upside down caramel macchiato tastes dog shit. Oh, no, it's fucking great. I get the, uh, uh, me, I go to Starbucks. I get their fucking Benny Large, whatever the fuck you call it. Venti, yeah, whatever. It's a fucking large. Anyway, I get their, I like the caramel upside down macchiato. I like it hot. I like it, you know, foamy. I always tell them to add extra caramel. But, you know, I I grew up, I grew up in an Italian household. We had coffee always after dinner. Coffee was a must. You had to have coffee. You didn't usually, like dinner in my household could be two or three hours long because you had, you might have a salad first, then you'd have the encore, and then you would sit there and relax, and then you would have dessert with coffee. So... 
you know, coffee was a staple. Honestly, coffee was always hot, you know, or you had espresso, which they would make sometimes too. To me, coffee shouldn't be fucking cold. I mean, I've drank it cold, but coffee to me still shouldn't be cold and it shouldn't be a fuck. They make it so sweet now that it's absolutely insane. I don't even know how anybody drinks it without having 10 cavities. I I just don't see how you like it. Maybe it's you and you came from a different background than I did. I grew up in the Italian household where they drank really strong coffee and a lot of the times they would drink it black and they drank also, don't forget, espresso. So when you drink espresso, that is like, it's like a shot of fucking liquid nitrogen, okay? It is like, basically, if we were talking about smoking weed, that's the hash you were smoking, okay? It's concentrated and it's very strong it's very powerful and it's not sweet you didn't put anything really sweet in it most people don't put anything in espresso you know you're you're really having coffee for more the flavor of the actual bean and the coffee so that's why i am the way i am i'm more old school i was raised very old school my household my household was more like 1950s 1960s type culture you know on the outside world it was fucking 1990 or 1995 or 2000 inside my house it was 1955 literally that's just how it was we didn't have a lot of sweet shit we didn't have all these fucking sweet cereals today and all this shit fucking fruit by the roll up and all this crap people are feeding their kids and all this processed shit and you know all these snacks i didn't get fucking snacks as a kid to go to school with the fuck is that they now fucking my kids have breakfast they take snacks with them they have lunch there and then they come home and have you know a snack they come home and have something to eat and then you wonder why they don't want to eat dinner. Kids are just eating too much, and they're eating nothing but processed foods, and the schools feed them nothing but shit. In my house, we ate more wholesome food, and that's why we try to keep the uh, the processed foods, a lot of them, out of my household, because I didn't grow up with that. I grew up with a lot of fish. I grew up with a lot of, you know, steak, chicken, you know, wholesome meals, vegetables, fruits. So we didn't have a lot of all that processed shit, all that sweeteners and artificial sweeteners and all that sugar. It's really bad for you. They've already proven it causes cancer. And so that's another reason why I don't have my drinks ultra sweet. I'm just not used to it. And that's just the way it is. I don't think coffee should be sweet. I mean, I don't mind a little whipped cream in it, but I don't I don't really like all that. I'm trying to explain that is why my logo is the way it is, why the show is, is what it is, and why my name is Anthony Rizzo. It's my take on things. And Beat My Meat is what's going on in fucking America. That's what's happening. And that's what the show is about. That's what the symbol, that's what the logo everything is about that is why i'm here i am here because of america and i am here because we are getting our dicks knocked in most of us whoever's got dicks but uh (laughs) but uh, anyway i'm about to play another song i know we're running late on this one glad you're hanging in there we're gonna play a song here and then we'll talk for about 10 more minutes and then we're gonna call it a night oh i'm gonna go ahead and just call it a night now oh Oh, come on sorry guys i will join you again another time Got my first real six string Bought it at the five and dime Played it till my fingers bled Was a summer of 69 Me and some guys from school Had a band and we tried real hard Jimmy quit, Jody got married Should've known we'd never get far Oh, and I look back now 
That's the Summer of 69 by Brian Adams. Love that song. It was remastered 14 years ago. It is just as good as it ever was. You get the 30, they have the 30th anniversary edition of it out there. I absolutely love it. I love Brian Adams. Classic rock, all about that. Classic cars, classic everything. Like I said, in my house growing up, it was 1950s, 1960s. But uh, I'm Anthony Rizzo. This is my take. The show is my take. The brand is Beat My Meat. You can email us at Beats, B-E-A-T-Z, My Meat, 2023 at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of that song, Summer of 69. Let us know. We're out here. We're waiting on you. Anyway, my wife, she had to go. Uh, it's me now running solo. Uh, I love doing this. I love podcasting. I appreciate anybody I appreciate anybody who's listening in. Anyway, with respect to all the bands, we play all this music based for research purposes. She's a great woman. I love her. She is she is the best. I'm going to have her on the show a bunch of times more. She has her brain surgery. That's right. Brain surgery. November 30th, she's having brain surgery. Oh, man, that's a rough day. It really is. I got to get the kids off to school, go into the hospital with her. I'm going to spend time at the hospital with her. She's usually there for about a day or two, sometimes three days if there's no problems. You know, just prayers. Prayers for my family, prayers for everybody. It's, it's a rough time. Anytime you have serious health problems in a marriage or serious health problems in a family or any time, you know, it's, it's rough. I couldn't imagine having brain surgery, somebody cutting open my head. It's rough. But I really enjoyed having her on here. It, it's really nice flow when there's two people. I mean, I love podcasting by myself, and the show is my show. But I'm going to try to get her on here more because I just feel as a, there's a really nice, easy flow, you know, to have another opinion and other people, their take on it. My name's Anthony Rizzo, and it's my take, the show. Honestly, it's our take. Honestly, I'm looking for America's take. You know, if you're listening to my show, I really appreciate it. Let us know what you think. You know, we're waiting on to hear from America. I know there's a lot of haters out there. And as you know, there's also people that feel the way I feel. The system has let us down both sides. I honestly don't understand how anybody can really, really pick a side at this time. The both sides are so corrupted and they don't work. They don't work for us anymore. Capitalism in this country has taken over and people have become so brainwashed. It's insane. You know, the fact that people are blaming Biden paying four dollars for a loaf of bread or paying three dollars for a hamburger at McDonald's is is appalling. You know, why why is the comp why are the corporations not being held reliable? Oh, because it's a free country and they should be able to make a profit and if they're not making a profit, you know, the, obviously then they, they won't cease to exist. Listen, I'm all for making a profit. I'm all for growth. I'm all for everybody eating. Hey, listen, yeah, they got to look out for their best interest. But McDonald's is making like 14 or 15 billion in profit this year. At what point is enough enough? And you're not, at what point are you not hurting America on both sides between being the employee and being the consumer? I would, me personally, if I owned McDonald's and it might not be, it might not be all that, it might not be all that proved by them. If I was, say, the CEO, I would say, look, we might make, I would lower prices and say, look, we might make only seven or eight billion this year, and the stockholders might not like that, and you're still growing. You're still opening up more McDonald's. Find other ways to be profitable. Close stores that are not generating enough profit. There's a lot of different ways and things that can be done where you don't have to fuck over the American people and also the employees. You could come out as the hero. Listen, when you come out as the hero, you're the hero. People will spend money. I read a story down in Texas, Whataburger, they stayed open through some hurricanes and stuff like that, and they gave out free food, and they did a lot of things. I remember when there was a hurricane, there was a lot of flooding, and they let people stay in the Whataburger. They came out looking like fucking, they came out looking like heroes, and they are loved down there. That's one of the reasons why they're loved. So when you come out looking like the hero, people are now loyal to you. You now have loyal consumers who will continue to drive growth and spend more money there because you were such a good company and you helped people in need. That's what America needs now. It needs, there's so much chaos. There's so much stuff going on. So many corporations are just looking at the dollar instead of the people on both sides of the coin. What it needs is somebody to be a hero. And you know what? That hero did show up. It wasn't enough. Arizona iced tea company. That guy said, look, we charge 99 cents for our drinks. We've been charging 99 cents for God only knows since the 90s. And we're not going to price increase. You know why? Because we make a fucking profit at 99 cents. And I don't need to fucking destroy America for my own personal gain. 
that to me is a fucking hero. That is a hero. That motherfucker ought to be wearing a cape for Halloween. Seriously, because that that is what I'm talking about. He's not in the breadline. His company's still thriving. As a matter of fact, when I heard that, I've always drank Arizona iced teas and you know all that. I will now only drink Arizona iced tea. And that's how that works. Fuck Coca-Cola. Fuck all these fucking... I walk into a gas station. It's $2.50, $3 for one Coke. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to fucking... I'm going and I'm going to grab an Arizona iced tea. I, I like their fruit punch. I like a bunch of the different flavors. Even if I didn't like their fucking flavor at this point, I would still go and buy it and drink the fucking thing. I mean, I when you show fucking humility and you show compassion for people, you make it that it's not all about the fucking greed. I mean, you prosper beyond, and you don't have to fucking be a greedy scumbag. That's the point. You know, you do, you can keep prices the same and still give people a fucking raise, and you can eat it. That's right. These motherfuckers can eat it. Nobody said they can't eat it. Fifteen billion's enough. One billion is enough. Why isn't one billion enough? Why isn't five billion enough? Who the fuck needs fifteen billion dollars? It's insane. Oh, well, for who? The stockholders? Fuck them. So destroy America at trying to appease the stockholders because that's what you're doing. You're raising the prices so high, the mom now can't afford a hamburger for her kid, paying for that, but it's robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I don't understand why these people, all these people are so angry at Biden and angry at the Democrats. Why aren't the corporations being held responsible? My name is Anthony Rizzo. This is my take. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Like I said, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, post daily. Our email is beatsmymeat2023 at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed everything in our episode. We're going to round this out with Corey. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you say a prayer for my wife, please. She really needs it. I love her. She's a very good woman. I just love her. Say a prayer for her. She's a good mother. And here's Corey. Children bright, ripple is burning, and the girls are getting sick. Snorting coke up in the bathrooms while boyfriends pick up chicks. Darling, I'm lost. I heard you whispering that night in Fountain Square. Trash filled streets made me wish. You were heading home There was love inside the basement Where that woman used to lie In a sleeping bag we shared upon The floor most every night And darling I'm drunk in everything That we love is turned to stone Pack your bags and just come back home. And I'm wasted. You can't taste it. Don't look at me that way. Cause I'll be hanging. From a rope, I will haunt you like a ghost. Like ants 
And the woman that you love is gone. She's bombing East Japan. Don't fucking move, cause everything that we have will turn to shit. We've got a life, don't you dare forget. Cause I'm wasted. Can taste it. Don't look at me that way. Cause I'll be hanging from a rope. I will hunt you like a ghost.